Welcome to the Philly Connect podcast. We are back and we have some really fun people here with us today. We've got two Philly Connect members. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Hello, everyone. My name is Ivy Okoro. And I am Christopher <laughs> Sean Gordon. Thank you. I was about to introduce you all as I was talking. I was like, no, let's hear them introduce yourselves. Um, I'm going to let everyone know what we're talking about today and then we can just jump right in. So we are digging into pop culture trends, um, beauty standards and how all of these things that happen kind of in culture affect us, especially as like, you know, young believers and um, just what our standards are and how we're influenced by things or how we're influencing things. Um, so again, let's just dig right in. So and you can maybe give a little background or as we're talking, we can, you know, share more about yourselves, um, who you are, what you do when we ask this first question, um, just so that people can know a little bit about who you are. Um, but I wanted to just jump right in and talk about beauty standards and how pop culture in particular, social media, um, TV shows, etc., have influenced what we find or define as beautiful or desirable. So, I, I mean, jump jump in. Either of you jump in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we're living in the year 2021. There's a lot going on. We're living in a generation of social media, mm-hmm. of Netflix and chill, and so much. And it can definitely be, like, information overload, right? Every yeah. single day you wake up, you're facing some type of screen, whether yes. it's on your cell phone, on your iPad, on your computer screen, your television, and you are di- you are definitely taking in a lot of information, and it's exciting, it's colorful, but then also it can be very misleading. It can take yes. you down a down uh, a, a different type of path, and if you are not discerning, it can definitely um, mess with your soul. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I I, th- I think. Th- that's that's an understatement because I Ooh. think things are far worse than we realize, mm-hmm. uh, especially with social media. We're going to have to really do studies, I'd say about 100 years from now, on the effects of social media has had on our generation. And so far, the effects have been all negative because they've influenced so much of us. Like the thing about Vegas, if y'all ever been to Vegas, uh, they turn off the clocks in the, in the casino. So you can never know when it's either day or night and you never know when i've been here too long wow and it yep. never shuts down that's why they call it a city that never sleeps or one of, that's one of the names sin city mm-hmm. and you never time can go by so quickly that's how the effects of social media has now become on us we could always access it 24 7 there's never a time of day when it turns off and so it's constantly oh. feeding us images and information so it's i think for a real sense it has ruined us when it comes to these standards of beauty and the way our culture that's the number one way that we're fed intel and information that's such a good um comparison i've like never thought about that so two things one you said all negative you don't think there's any positive that has come from it and i think you know access being one of the things connecting with people are you saying that the negative outweighs the positive by or? far okay by yeah. far the uh i mean it's one of those things where when people talk about the lotto it's like oh the lotto is a bad thing because mm-hmm. it milks plenty a lot of the minorities into right. losing their money then it's like oh well but the lotto does donate a certain amount of money toward education and it's like okay when you look at that little good thing mm-hmm. are we gonna still allow for this major bad thing to happen yep. 
when it, it outweighs it by far. Yeah. How the, the amount of damage that it does Absolutely. to us. Yeah. And it, it, I think it overshadows sometimes the positive. But again, being, you know, we live in this pop culture media right. space. Right. And how it has overtaken so much of our day that we don't necessarily um, recognize the negative impacts that it have. And one of those things, like you, you kind of touched on it. Um, you said it messes with your soul. It can, it, I know people are in depression and anxiety right. and all kinds of things because they are either knowingly or unknowingly starting to compare themselves. And I know I mentioned beauty, but this is, you know, across the board, whether it's beauty, um, the things that they have, where they feel like they are in life, right. um, just by looking at other people and you have zero idea about what that person's in, is actually doing where they actually are etc i mean if i wanted i could act like i'm literally on the beach in hawaii right now like and nobody would know and lots of people would believe it i could live a completely alternate fake lifestyle and nobody would know i do it Who's all the time oh, <laughs> 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 oh no um no but let, I, I do want to go back to beauty because I know that, you know, a lot of young, we're all, you know, in our 20s, we're all the three of us, 20s, 30s. (laughs) We up there. Um, uh, And a lot of people just in Philly Connect are in that age group. But then you have the younger generation who um, equally, if not more, are being molded by social media and the things that they are seeing in media. It's always been around. But the effects and the, again, the access that they have to certain things and how you know self-esteem right. um security etc how how have you in your own experiences has it affected you in a way where you've looked at yourself or compared yourself in a way that you have recognized it and kind of had to pause and like redefine self or kind of what you were thinking based on what you've been seeing or i guess what role has social media played in how you as a woman you as a man Um, see yourself at this stage of life most definitely growing up as a millennial in North America and this particular generation has impacted me I would say it's impacted me on the cultural basis being that I grew up in a home of immigrants and then Mm -hmm. trying to be more American instead of Nigerian and not fully embracing my home culture of my family and then also as a not only a black woman, but as a a darker skin woman, you mm-hmm. know, feeling as though, wow, my other sisters are fair skin and I don't look like them and I don't get the attention that they get. And then also growing up as someone who struggled with her weight, you mm-hmm. know, um, being plus size, being smaller at times and being larger at times. And you know, the impressions that you feel in the room, the way that people look at you and feeling as though you have to line yourself up in order to be so presented, so perfect, so beautiful, or, you know, feeling as if you're worthy of even being in that space when in reality, the element that was missing all along was that God already thinks that I'm enough. God already sees who I am, Mm -hmm. but why don't I see who I am? And so it, it messes with you. And I think that it's definitely one of the reasons why we always have to kind of get back to the root and the foundation of who you really are. Why do you want to look at yourself through this lens so badly and so desperately? Because 
yes, I'm grateful that I have that grounding and that foundation now, but I only imagine for the other individuals, for other young women, other young girls, or even young men as well, too, coming up uh, in the next generation and how driving and desiring to be in this particular vision or perspective is actually influencing the outcome of their lives and where they may potentially go. Yeah. How have you pulled yourself out of those situations or times where you realized you were kind of going into that downward spiral hole of, you know, thinking of yourself in ways that you didn't need to be. I have to literally look in the mirror and smile. And sometimes I just have to kind of grieve through it. Like, mm. you know, if I'm not feeling 1000%, I, you know, I have to kind of come face to face with why am I feeling this way? You know, yeah. uh, for example, with my weight, uh, I'm really proud of myself because recently I've lost maybe around 25 hey, pounds or so. Um, you know, and I know that weight has always been a struggle and everything. And, you know, I do get to those moments where it's like, okay, look, if this is something that you're not proud of or you feel like it's a burden, then you have to work on it. And there must be a reason why it's triggering on you, you know, mm-hmm. and it can't be about oh, wanting to impress that guy or oh, wanting trying to keep up with the other girls, the IG models or whatnot. <laughs> you know, I had to really um, come to the core of, OK, what is there about me that? I feel as though I'm not pleased with and if it's practical then yes you work on it and I believe especially when God is rooted in the uh, in the fabric of that Mm -hmm. then it makes it much smoother and easier so that would be my answer to that for myself that's good yeah yeah I I, since we all are part of that millennial generation I think we might be like the last sane generation (laughs) <laughs> that existed no i'm serious because like we all can rem- we all remember the day before the internet yeah right. and when the internet was not a thing and we were not raised with the internet and we were not raised by the internet yeah so right. as a kid like you were just kind of comparing yourself to like your neighbors and all that stuff like that nowadays like the standards have just switched like yeah. you can be comparing yourself to somebody who lives all the way in Philadelphia and mm. you're all the way in Texas and you're like, oh my gosh, you know. Never met him. Yeah, right. and, and, and you can't verify, I mean, catfishing is a real thing, not just in the dating fear, mm. but people can catfish their lives and portray <laughs> a life that they it's really real. don't live. Yeah. Like, yeah. I see people do it all the time. And especially in regards to like the standards of beauty, like we're part of that group where we were raised with some type of semblance of a normal life we were raised in community. We were raised to see neighbors and culture right. and, and households and the people on your street block. Those are the persons that you really kind of uh, stuck with that that village mindset. The more and more social media has been, co- and internet, not just social media, but even the internet, which is a baby, uh, which is the parent of social media, the more and more that stuff has been fed to us, the more we have been more, isolation, mm. more isolated, the more none part of our community and everything we kind of associate more with this online reality than our actual wow. reality yeah. right that's real so real yeah so when it especially when it comes to standards of beauty like all of us have been have been swayed by it by some way or another and to where we look at <laughs> the images <laughs> every, that day, being fed. every day every yeah. day <laughs> yeah. do you think men deal with it as much as women or no. is it in a different way oh uh, so so I'll say I think women are maybe desiring to look a certain type of way, but men, is it coming across in that they desire the women to look, the women that they want to be with to look a certain type of way versus them that 
feeling like they have to look a certain type of way. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. 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 All right. All right. My answer <laughs> is like this. I think men have always kind of struggled with that. Mm-hmm. But I think the latest infectants are women. Like, you all are the like the, the latest test tubes for this type of thing. Because men have always been here. Like, we've always known beauty. We've always liked the pretty girl. We've always liked the... It, I mean, the most desirable girl. Or whatever right. is deemed as the most desirable. Right. Right. Okay. Like, yeah. like, when I grew right. up, we had Jet Magazine. and had the Jet Beauty <laughs> of the Week. And it was like, yeah. you could just flip through it and, and read, oh, my goodness, look at the Jet Girl. Yeah. So, those type of standard has always existed for okay. men. And we've always had, like, okay, the pretty, you know, standard. That's been always a picture. Nowadays, women have those same type of standards to where you all now want the picturesque man. Where back then, or like my mom's generation, they didn't really care about looks mm. and everything like that. Like they didn't care if a guy had to be handsome or light skin or chocolate or beard or tall or abs mm. and all that stuff like that. <laughs> but I'm saying, you but don't th- think so? No. Yeah. Not at all. This is from conversation. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Like, I I have, my mom is uh, one of seven kids, Mm -hmm. and there are six women and one boy. And when I tell you, like, they all, they were fast. They were them fast girls, (laughs) and they were out there, (laughs) and and they they kept men around the clock, you know, left and right. They were were out there. They were in them streets. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, so I've always been raised, like, in most people in the black community, we were raised in, like, a matriarchy like with the absentee of father. So I've always been around women my whole life. And I listen to them, my grandmothers and y'all everywhere. Women are everywhere. So I've listened to y'all so much. And I listen to older, <laughs> younger. Yeah, I do. Older, you younger. You hear us too, or you just listen? I just listen. I just listen. I try oh, not to take in too much, cause, cause I don't, I, I, I don't want, I don't want to lose my masculinity. But, but when it comes down to it, like women didn't really choose men based off the aesthetic look. It, I mean, like, like I, I went to this community service outing about probably a month or two ago with this group called Philly Connect. Maybe mm. y'all have heard of it. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. And I'm so. We were on this farm and we were chopping woods and trees. And then the country guy, he, he's real country. He was t- teaching us all about, you know, farm life and all that stuff like that. And he was walking us around the forest and he told us this thing. He was talking about like how, how amazing a donkey is. And he was saying, you know, if you raise a donkey, you put them in a cage with your dogs and your chickens and all that stuff like that, and they'll protect them. Like if an animal's coming, they, a donkey can kick an animal, and they can protect even from, like, wild animals, and animals don't mess with donkeys. And somebody from this group called Philly Connect said, <laughs> okay, wait, so what about horses? And this country guy said, well, you know, horses are really more like just an aesthetic. They really serve not really much function on a farm. And it's like, Back then, I was, I was like, the oh preacher me was like, uh-oh, <laughs> I get it. I'm going to use that one. Oh and and it's like, really, horses prove, horses really are just more an aesthetic on a farm. They really have no no big function and value. And back then, women chose donkeys. Women chose men based off their function. Is he a good man? And, and things like that. Can he provide? Does he have a job? I mean, will he carry out the functions that I need? Mm-hmm. Our social media standard, everybody wants the Michael B. Jordan, the Russell Wilson. And I think it's infected women more. Now women are starting Mm -hmm. to choose like guys based off aesthetic instead of function. That's why, I mean, to go to another, that's why we have like a higher amount of pregnancies and guys who are proven not to be good functioning fathers, Mm. but they're aesthetically pretty and they can create a baby but they're not the ones who want to stick around and do all the manual labor that a donkey would do 
That's interesting. It's like we need to reprioritize what our desires are and understanding like what's motivating us to even want the things that we want at this point. Right. I think it takes a bit of self-reflection to really think about why we want the things that we want or how we're prioritizing the things that we want. Um, Not just as it relates to relationships, but that spans a gamut of things in life now with social media. And it makes me think of one of your favorite people. Um, you already know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to say Ooh, his Corinne. name. <laughs> but <laughs> someone lost. who's been doing this like whole ranking system. Have you, you know what I'm talking about? Ivy actually is lost. Kevin <laughs> Samuels? Yes. Okay. I wasn't going to say that, his name. Who's that, Ivy? But I, I, I mean, I've heard a lot. I don't know yeah, who yeah, he yeah, is yeah. too much, but I mean, the noise is getting louder and louder every day. A little too loud, uh, right? <laughs> no, but there's something that, you know, I, I feel like people are actually... I mean, I've talked to so many people about this, but Mm. this whole, like, it's a natural ranking that happens when, when, it's usually women admit, or no, it's both ways? Both ways, Okay, both ways. And I'm like, I wish, that's something I wish would just die, and that people would stop. Um, Do you really? I do, let me explain. (laughs) Because all that matters at the end of the day is the person that you end up with and how they see you. Right? So does it, yes, because I don't care. I don't care if you or him or whoever, right? People that I'm not like, I don't care where y'all are ranking me. I mean, it's nice to know that, okay, cool. People think I'm attractive or look good or whatever. But at the end of the day, does it really matter? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Why? Why? (laughs) Okay. Because the world handles you differently. Like there, there was actually a study done and this was done by NBC when it's, when they talk about how pretty, pretty women, receive better privileges and they did this uh you know how they do nbc and they did an interview with an aesthetically attractive woman right and they you have you seen it and, no. and where she got the higher job offer her interview lasted shorter and they even <laughs> gave her like a higher i mean just because pretty the world responds better to pretty women so that mm-hmm. study like they were equal in terms of the way in, they experience, questions, right. but just one one had all the marks of like you would associate with a model and she came in for an interview versus the one who who did not have all those aesthetics right. and the world treats people differently ugly people are the most discriminated people but we don't talk about that i mean even right but you don't like saying it but here's the thing the world that we live in it gives a certain if we can say what pretty people is let's call them non-pretty if we don't want to say ugly well that's, well, that's we part all, of it okay i think you were gonna say go ahead i yeah. think that's part of what i this whole discussion is the standard of beauty right mm-hmm. so what we're defining as pretty and not pretty i'm gonna some you're always gonna be attractive to someone maybe not as attractive to, to someone, someone else. else exactly period sure there's like this kind of universal or global idea Correct. European standards of what beauty is. <laughs> They're not European. Usually that's where it stems from. Yeah. That's and that's a whole nother topic. But um when you don't fit within that, sure, like I just lost my train of thought. But when you don't fit, feel free to Yeah, when you don't fit within that bubble of being aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. to the majority, then you you know, you kinda get tossed to the side. Not true. So, you, I <laughs> I feel like you do. You think you get tossed? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll use myself as, as an example. I have never fit into that. 
like when it when it comes down to it, like what, what's that magazine that puts the most handsome man? It's like Harrison Ford or, 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 or Idris Elba, oh. Oh, and, yeah. and they, you know those most attractive men, and they rank the most attractive men out there. Like nobody ever says, "Oh, Christopher is number one through ten on my list," and that's fine. Because in my world and in my field, you don't have to be attractive uh, to be effective. <laughs> I mean, look at John Gray and look at you know Ty Tribute <laughs> and stuff like that. So don't call him out, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> look at people in ministry who are effective, who are not necessarily not attractive oh, or yeah. on the top ten list. Yeah, yeah. And and I've even like I've even dated women and been in relationship with women who who always feel the need to remind me oh you're lucky i'm with you because i usually date tall guys i usually get chocolate guys i, I usually mean like that's it. not someone you oh, want to be with, with though, exactly but, but, yeah. but who are they with though i don't know me exactly they're oh. still with me and and what i mean they're with me while they're saying all this stuff reminding me on how great of of catches of the other guys that they were but who are they with me and and here's what i'm saying i say that to say this just because you don't fit that, like I've never fit into that. My brother was the pretty boy always. He always was had the looks of the family, mm-hmm. and even guys who are friends with, like they've always been more aesthetic on that, and that's fine. I've always had to find other ways to be effective, and like thank God, like I'm still like never haven't been cast aside yet to where it's like you know I might not be one through twenty on the top things that you look for in a man, and that's cool. I found other ways to make myself effective and useful even to ministry and life and even with people. We're not all going to be born with those genetic gifts, but we still find ways to be effective and useful in the world. Yeah, and I think that's what I was going to say. It For me, at the end of the day, you're not, I'm not, no one is going to be everybody's cup of tea. Right. Whether it's physical, someone has bigger boobs, someone wants a bigger booty, (laughs) like whatever the case might be. There's something, right? So what it comes down to is you having the confidence in yourself and your beauty. And that's where I, I well, even this conversation, what we're talking about, the standard of beauty, to shift to self-confidence in just in your creation. Yeah. Like there's something in the, in the Bible that says there's no flaw in you. Like right. you're yeah. uh, fearfully and wonderfully made. There's just so many things, but how many of us actually walk in that and believe it? And how, how much of that is deflated by the stuff that we're talking about, what we see on yeah. social media and how men respond to a woman that looks a certain kind of way or women respond to a man that looks a certain kind of way. But I think just for this and what for what we're talking about is coming back to that place or getting to a place of self-confidence and how can we as young people not or do a better job of being more influential in the stuff that we're saying versus allowing what is influencing everybody to influence us and those around us. Does that? Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we have to really, and I think I've said it before you, it's definitely foundational, right? It starts with you. It starts with you really understanding what's within you. What's special about you? You know, what has God already put within you that is impactful that uh, makes you smile you know and I think that you have to lead with that first and as you build on that then you will gradually show outwardly that joy because sometimes beauty is not about being the most aesthetically pleasing beauty can be the fact that you have a wonderful voice and it's a blessing to many you have a gentle spirit and people are always 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 
positively impacted whenever mm-hmm. you come into the room. Beauty can be intelligence. Beauty yeah. can be just being having a heart of giving and sharing and yeah. so forth. You know, I know for a fact as a woman that, yes, I know that, and I'll admit it, sometimes looks do get you through the door first, right? But <laughs> the moment that someone that is good looking just shows characteristics that are not worthy it, 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 it's a turnoff in my opinion. Like yeah. if a, you know, if a gentleman, um, for me, like my ears are sensitive sometimes to um, profanity <laughs> when it comes to, um, uh, you know, it, it depends on the, how it's being used in the topic and everything like that. But like, um, you know, someone that I might think, oh, he's cute. And then he starts, you know, opens his mouth, starts Cussing. saying a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> I'm just kind of no like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know what? Let me, yeah. Let me back up there and everything. Yes and so forth um but then sometimes maybe the guy that you weren't looking at you know yeah um they oh they say something really wise they drop some deep knowledge and you're like oh wow (laughs) Mm. (laughs) you're like wait a minute double take but you you know and and that's the thing i think um you have to be open Mm -hmm. um to first loving yourself and then knowing that God loves you, he made you uniquely as you are. You are so special, so worthy. Yeah. And as you embrace that, you will start to see that flourishment in your life in other areas. Yeah. And I de- I'm definitely a believer in, you know, your energy attracts others as well, too. Like, you know, when you're going through a season where maybe you're battling a lot of things, sometimes you're not going to exude the best side of yourself. Yeah. But as you continue to build back on your foundation, continue to water and sow seeds into yourself and allow God to do the work most importantly, yeah, then that's good. you will see that transformation gradually happening in your life. Mm-hmm. And I want to especially emphasize um uh, you know, being uh, if you're like single, you know, that can definitely be a lot of pressure. That's uh, definitely where that, you know, OK, this hypergamy race goes on and everything like that. And, you know, you're trying to, you know, stay trim, you know, keep yeah. up with the latest trends, <laughs> you know, the waist trainers, all that stuff. Trust me, I know whatever or whatnot. But we we can get so caught up in that. Right. Yes. But, you know, we have to eventually just get back to the root of it get back to laying that foundation, being confident in yourself and allowing and always remembering that God sees something in you, even if you don't see it in I yourself. I love that. Yeah. 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 That's real. Yeah. Since you're getting all spiritual and everything. <laughs> oh, my God. I, 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 I mean. <laughs> you're bringing us back center from, <laughs> right. from all where we were before. Okay. Okay. Since since you since you laid the Reverend Evangelist Ivy. <laughs> all right. Oh uh, I'll, I'll keep that thing going. The Bible even says that charm is deceitful mm. and what beauty is fading or fleeting and it's so true you yeah. all yeah. like uh all, the hottest girl right now won't be the hottest girl when she's 40 <laughs> and what you're really fighting <laughs> against is like father time i mean that <laughs> stuff comes for everybody all of that stuff is temporary mm-hmm. so like I've, I've learned to really to just really only looks like you said that gets you to the door i always use the baseball illustration looks get you on first base right but you still have to get to second and third and even find your way home so many times we are great at, especially like even us as being good looking people we can get on first base with our looks y'all too i'm speaking for y'all too <laughs> i'm not you speaking for me you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but on. but that stuff only gets you so far and, and and there are some people, I mean, even with myself, let's say I'm a two, 
since since we say Kevin Samuel's ranking scale, I can be a two. Gonna... I'll be a two. But know. here's what I want to. Here's what I want to be. I want to be the best two, two. out there, and mm-hmm. I want to show the world. Like here's what God can do with a two. Mm-hmm. And You're th- not a two, but but go ahead. but gratefully, I've been able to attract. I guess you could say hypergamy in the looks category. So I'm able to to do what I do best, and I know that everything that I need. I've been put in there. Like God has equipped me to carry out certain things and I embrace it. I walk in it. I mean, I, me, me and Idris Elba might not <laughs> ever be mistaken or I'm a huge Denzel fan. I'm, I mean, me and Denzel might not be twin brothers, but I'm going to make my two work. And I mean, you got to find out yeah. what you're great at. <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. once you discover what God has placed in you and that fire, mm-hmm. that thing that brights people up, that stuff is attractive. That, yes. I mean, I'm telling you, man, if you find that spark yeah. and share it with the world, people will gravitate to you because looks are ultimately fleeting. Who I don't care how fine she is, she's she going to get real. old. It's going to drop. <laughs> and that man, those abs, you, you unless you're in the gym eating kale and doing sit-ups, <laughs> them abs are going to turn to a dad bod. Oh, no. And so we're all basically going to, who you're going to be stuck with is only yeah. going to be handsome for, let's say, 10 or 12, 15 years. Let's hope not. So, well, some but people think Ryan Isley, though, you know, he kind of like that kinda, zaddy vibe kind of came through a little bit. Have you seen Ronald Isley without a suit <laughs> and a muscle shirt? Thank you. Yeah, those well, suits it, cover a lot. Oh Trust me, suits cover a lot. And, I think yeah. in your but the vibe, you know. Okay, yeah, the vibe is there, but that's them, he wears three-piece suits. And trust, I wear suits. Them suits cover a lot. <laughs> trust me, they do. Put us on game. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the point though is that whoever, if you character, mm-hmm. know who you are, you're able, and you're right. Like people are attracted to your spirit. Yeah. The most wanted, desired man in this world to ever walk earth, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. They said he, the scripture says he wasn't comely. Right. Like, and I think there was something very uh, strategic that God did in that. Yeah. You couldn't want, no one can say, oh, we wanted him because he looked a certain type of way because he was Correct. tall and, you know, in shape and blah, blah, blah. But it was his spirit. It was yeah. what mm-hmm. he led with. It was his generosity. It was his um, grace, et cetera. All yeah. of those characteristics, yeah. and that's what we're supposed to, as men and women, yes. should be wanting to, you know, go after and emulate. Um, of course, like taking the best care we can of ourselves and what God has given us, and that, like y'all said, I, I, that's what it is. It that is enough, yes. right? Um, so for the tools out there, oh listen, God. you all Come can on. do it. You, you can, can pull it. better chicks. But I, you can attract people, oh even as I'm speaking for all the tools. My but no one should think of themselves as a two. I mean, it, it, you are what you are. But it, why? It, no, because you're not going to be a two to the person Listen. that you end up with. Do you get what I'm saying? You're always I mean, gonna you're gonna be a one. I'm gonna be a one. No, yeah. wait, <laughs> you're going to wind up. So I'm not even a two. <laughs> okay, no. Okay, you well, the scale from one to ten, they're gonna be a ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got oh. it, got it. Well, I'm thinking about like you're my wow. number one. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, Dave. I was thinking. I would just cut me half, Dave. I was being generous. I thought I was a two. You're really a one. No, you're gonna be a number one in that person's eyes, like the best. Yeah, that's the number one. You know, exactly. Let me let me just newsflash for for you ladies out here. For you ladies out here, and if even fellas, the girl you marry in her twenties or thirties, there's gonna be a 
if y'all stay married for a good length of time and forever like we all aspire to have, if we want to only get married once, there's always going to be a 22-year-old. There's always yeah, going to be a 27-year-old. Hotter, better looking, finer, but nobody can have and replace what you all have built. And Amen. there's always going to be a finer yes. looking mm. chick come along and, and you can't fight against that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but hopefully like whoever you're with is, you know, mindset, character is more than yeah. this thing. Right. So, yes. Yeah. yeah, at the end of the day, that, that, that is what's most important. That lasts. That, lasts. that stuff lasts the right. test of time. I'm yeah. telling you it does. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, guys, I want to leave with something that I think is super special about y'all. And we're talking about these things, and you've been making jokes and whatever. But <laughs> we're talking about beauty and character. I think something that's really special about Ivy. I remember when I first met you, like, your spirit is super sweet and graceful. Aww. And you are a woman of many talents. And I just <laughs> admired that about you. I'm like, Ivy's working on what and what and what? <laughs> And then you still find ways to just give back. And I just, I really love that about you. Thank and so you. outward you. appearance, beautiful. Inward appearance is equally beautiful. Or Aww. not appearance. Y'all know what I mean. But yeah. Thank you. And then so my sweet. friend Chris. <laughs> I don't have anything good to say. That's <laughs> fine. That's cool. I'm just glad. I'm just glad y'all invited me here. Y'all gave I me a, a, no, a roof stop. over my head and a place to be a part. I'm Thank y'all. I'm joking. Chris, um, man. I don't even know like where to start. I'm going to say this and I feel like I'm put I think Chris is on the outside or what you say in public is not really who I know you to be. Like you be saying some wild things when it comes to relationships. I'm like, "No, I think he's the opposite of what he says." Like he would never he some of the stuff you say I'm like, "That's just not I think he's really nice." Oh, and he's going mm -hmm. to Stop treat. Me. I know. That's why I'm like, should I even say this? Because I feel like I'm putting him on blast because he tries to, like, present something else. But I think any woman who ends up with you is going to be very blessed, obviously. And Amen. Yeah, you've got, like, foundational stuff on point And that your character in that sense is going to be a blessing to your to-be person, woman. <laughs> Of God. All lies, y'all. Thank you, Kira. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No, but it's always good conversation. Yes. I just appreciate that about you keeping it real and you just have like a wisdom about you that um is mature and yeah. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you, Corinne. And we <laughs> love you Aww. so much. You are beautiful inside and thank out. You, know you are you are definitely a, a a leader amongst your generation yeah. and you are impactful and you're awesome. And hey. I always love running into you whenever we're out <laughs> and about. And Hopefully. then we have like the best conversation. <laughs> Hopefully it's, that's our spot. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 That's true. So, okay. So uh, since you want to put me on blast, can I put oh, her on Lord. blast? Oh, be nice. That was supposed okay. to be, be nice. a one-way <laughs> thing. Oh, well, no, 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 no. We're going to get it. We're we going to do this. All right. So, so like y'all, everybody's all like, oh my goodness, you know, that who, who's that Philly Connect girl? That's that Philly Connect girl. And it's like, I mean, like I said, looks only get you on first base. And usually when you meet a girl that has the looks and everything like that, she's not as friendly or nice and cool. And it's like, y'all, listen, I, ha I mean, we had this conversation even amongst the guys. It's like, yeah, she's pretty and everything. But here's the thing. She's cool, too. Like, she's <laughs> just a cool person to, like, chill with, talk to and everything like that. And it's like, so it's not even about that other stuff. It's like, if you ever just want to meet a cool chick, she's a cool chick. Hey. Yeah. Aww. That means a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so sweet. 
I like what this just turned into a mushy pot of mushy. <laughs> All right, enough Blood of this stuff. Man. Where is Kevin Samuels at? Let's get some rankings We're, we're going to do a part two for you. It's going to be you and your alter ego, Kevin Samuels. I'm going to bring the glasses, too. Can okay, I bring go the, ahead. Okay, you damn. can talk to yourself back and forth. I sure will. Y'all stay tuned for that. This is the Philly Connect Podcast. Um, make sure you like, subscribe, follow if you haven't, and leave a comment. We would love to hear what you have to say. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Ivan, for being a part of tonight's today's podcast. Um, we look forward to next time.